This is Live Well Talk on new colon cancer screening recommendations. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Unity Point Health St. Luke's. In the month of May, the United States Preventative Services Task Force released updated recommendations for colorectal cancer screening. This new recommendation lowers the age patients should start screening for colorectal cancers from the age of 50 to the age of 45. Returning to the podcast today is the shaman of endoscopy, Dr. Dean Abramson. Uh, who has visited in the past about colorectal screening, and we'd like to get his perspective on this new recommendation and explain what this means for patients. Dr. Abramson, welcome back. Thank you. So, sure. This is uh, kind of been a long, a long time in the making, the change in recommendations. Uh, we've, we've known since the 1990s that the incidence of colorectal cancer in young Americans, that is Americans under age 50, has been on the rise. And it's been actually going up by at least two percentage points a year. Initially, it was a phenomenon that was really seen only in African-Americans. Uh, now, non-Hispanic whites have, have caught up to it. Uh, that kind of does bring up the issue of structural racism is in that there wasn't really a, a lot of pressure on the societies to change screening recommendations until recently when it became apparent that it was a generalized phenomenon, not only in the United States, but in other developed countries as well, such that at this point... Uh, Approximately 10% of all colorectal cancer is being seen in uh, Americans under the age of 50. Uh, so that's a, a dramatic rise now. Uh, and it's estimated that in, the, in this coming year, there'll be 18,000 young Americans diagnosed with colon cancer. So it's a big change. The American Cancer Society keyed into it. Uh, and in 2018, they had recommended starting screening at age 45. But finally, the, the task force has issued its recommendations. Typically, when that happens, insurance companies will follow suit and start paying uh, for colorectal cancer screening any modality starting at age 45. So Exact Sciences, uh, which uh, makes ColorGuard, actually got a head start on this and got FDA approval last year to begin. That, that was one of the questions that was going to have that, you know, you've talked on this podcast before about, and then we've talked personally too, about the trend in younger people getting colon cancer that that's been coming. And it's nice to see the task force uh, catch up to that. But just for clarification, did they differentiate between scope, stool test? I mean, those, they didn't dispel any sort of superiority or advantage that the fit test has with this recommendation. No. So the task force uh, philosophy has been to equally support all screening modalities. So they make no distinction or endorsement between a fit test for blood in the stool, a color guard test for DNA and blood in the stool, or a structural test such as colonoscopy. Uh, they encourage all forms of screening and expect that you'll talk to your provider about the preferred one for you. Uh, that being said, uh, we do know that uh, colonoscopy is the gold standard in terms of sensitivity, so detecting lesions, uh, specificity, so not having false positives, uh, and you know, in, in populations age 50 and older has compared quite favorably to the, the other common screening modalities. So FIT test, uh, which is the test for occult blood in the, st in the stool, blood that you can't see, uh, you can start at age 45. That will miss about 20% of colon cancer, and it'll miss the majority of significant polyps that will become cancer in time. Uh, 
the Colligard test, uh, which was really only studied in populations starting at age 50, uh, will miss 8% of colon cancers, approximately 40% of colon polyps. And in that population of age 50 and above, uh, there is a false positive rate of 13%. And, and that does worry me a bit because they were able to get FDA approval for this, this younger age group without submitting any new data. And as we all know from any medical test, when the likelihood of finding disease is lower in a specific population, the likelihood that a positive test will be a false positive will be higher. And we already right. know in the age 50 and above, we're talking 13% false positive. So there is reason to believe the false positive rate for Colligard is going to be higher in a younger patient population. But again, we don't know that, and they they weren't required to submit any additional data before they got FDA approval. Huh. That 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 is interesting. And you also run into and correct me because in case I get this wrong, your 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 insurance may pay for a screening test, okay? So your fit test comes back positive. Well, now that colonoscopy that you need is no longer screening. Correct. So the insurance companies uh, have a bit of a game that they play. So I think the first hurdle will be to, to make sure that, that all the uh, commercial carriers will, in fact, pay for a screening colonoscopy. We think that they will, uh, but we're, we're, we'll be asking all patients to check with their insurance companies uh, because there, there could be a lag between the official approval by the task force and uh, companies like Wellmark or, or United Healthcare approving it. The next hurdle, unfortunately, is for people who, who choose a, a non-invasive stool test, end up with a positive result on a fit or a Cologuard. Those people will be undergoing a diagnostic colonoscopy right. rather than a screening colonoscopy. And that can entail a lot more out-of-pocket expense for that person, unfortunately. Yet another hurdle that we see is a lot of the insurance companies will further gain this and should you find a polyp at colonoscopy, they will automatically convert that screening exam to a diagnostic exam. And, it, and again, some patients will end up with a surprise bill. Uh, insurance companies will find a way. Yeah, they always do. So insurance companies may lag a little bit. We need to get the word out to clinicians uh, that, that this, of this change. And I, I think it was in JAMA. Uh, it was uh, in the lay press pretty, pretty heavily. You know, and, and, and I mean, this is the third leading cause of death for cancers, right? I mean, it's breast, lung, uh, colon. There's, there's a, a, a bit of a, a gaming there. If you want to con compare for men and women combined, it's the second leading cause of, of cancer death. Uh, however, uh, for each gender, you know, in, in women, there's, there's lung and breast, and in men, there's uh, prostate and lung. So in each gender, it's the third leading cause, but okay. combined, it's the second. Perhaps more important for young Americans under age 50, uh, it, it's actually now going to be the leading cause of cancer death for men under age 50. Incidence is the same, but since men don't, don't get breast cancer for the most part, it will be the leading cause of cancer death in American males under age 50. And then I think on top of this, I think, and I, I think you'll agree with me on this, you're going to have this tsunami of people that put things off during the pandemic that's going to, so you're you're essentially going to have two years worth of cancer-related illness as opposed to one year going forward, and this will happen over a couple of years, you know, but I mean, I think we'll see an increase because people didn't get their screening colonoscopy. 
they didn't uh, see their physician on a regular basis. That's just my my theory. I don't have any other uh, evidence for that than just gut feeling. No pun intended. I, I I think we're all expecting that, and we all hope we're wrong. Well, just one last, uh, Dr. Abramson, could you just share the common risk factors for colon cancer? Uh, just I know we've mentioned it before, but so the listeners can can listen to that and 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 bring up the the that with their uh, clinician. Sure. So so first of all, when we talk about screening, we're talking about average risk individuals. So if you have a family history of colon cancer in a close relative, a sibling, a parent, uh, or a family history of a advanced precancerous polyps, not just a tiny one, but an advanced one uh, that was close to becoming a colon cancer in a first degree relative, you are not in a screening population. You are in a high risk population. Uh, so for those individuals, uh, family history is very important. You want to start perhaps at age 40, or if your first degree relative had that, that cancer or that polyp uh, younger than age 50, you want to start 10, 10 years before that relative. Uh, and you definitely want to have colonoscopy. You don't want to settle for a, a less sensitive uh, test. Uh, so that's, that's number one. Family history is very important. When we break out these, these younger Americans who are found to have colon cancer, we, we actually do find that about 25% of them have a germline mutation. Uh, but very few of those people with a germline mutation have a first-degree relative who had colon cancer, and we don't quite understand that. So genetics is important. Family history is important. Uh, symptoms are very important. So regardless of age, if you have a change in bowel habit that is unexplained, frequent blood in the stool, uh, abdominal pain, unexplained weight loss, you want to talk to your doctor about having uh, an examination on your colon. Absolutely. Well, this is really great information, Dr. Abramson. Thank you for joining us. Once again, our resident uh, shaman of all things endoscopy and gastroenterology. Uh, for more information, visit unipoint.org slash colon. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.